Hello and welcome to the very first Jekyll Music Podcast. Thank you for finding us. Uh, you're part of a very special group. The very first people to to come across the podcast and to listen. So thank you. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. So greetings from Dublin in Ireland, where this is me, Mark, your host, Mr. Jekyll Music himself. Uh, and I've decided that as part of this whole COVID thing, I think it's time we find more parts of our lives that bring us joy. And the one thing that's always brought me joy in my life has been music. Um, it started when I was younger and used to sing in a choir and I used to feel like, gosh, you kind of become another person when you're singing and when it's going really well, everybody's singing together in harmony and in unison. Um, so that started in the church and then I was in a singing group and yeah, I remember picking up the keyboard and learning piano, parents invested in some piano lessons, but I was always more interested in the guitar. And I eventually saved up enough money to buy my first acoustic guitar. And I effectively taught myself how to play, uh, which was a pretty grueling process, but very worth it. But all the while I was, you know, growing up in the, obviously in the, you know, in the 80s, late 80s, 90s is when really I started to listen to music more, uh, more seriously and spend a lot more time on it. And so what I was going to do for this podcast is to go through the bands that I used to listen to, songs I used to love, and and how the whole music industry has evolved and changed. Um, so everything from U2 to Radiohead to Black Crows to, you name it, a uh, pretty eclectic taste. And, um, and I want to share you know, that love that I have of this music and, and the importance it's had in my life. And so this is just the first introductory uh, chat, just to introduce me to you. Um, I do write my own music and I record my own music. I've done some really cool stuff recently where I've actually made the trip to Nashville. Um, just been blown away by the musicians over there and really helping my music come to life. And... And so these two things, talking about the music and writing and recording, um, is what I want to bring together and bring more music into more people's lives. You know, I think of certain people, like the certain people that introduce you to music and introduce you to bands. You know, back in the day, before Spotify and YouTube, you really were very reliant on your close group of friends to... Um, talk about music. It was a, like a huge topic of conversation. I've noticed kids today, they don't really talk about music at all. Um, you know, people used to listen to the top 40 hits. You know, and it, it was like Monday morning, people come in and say, hey, look what was number one. Oh my God, Phil Collins is number one. Um, that was a big thing. Um, whereas nowadays, it's really just about soccer and the premiership. And and I think that this is, a, you know, something that's changed for the worse. You know, I think with society, a lot of things change for the better. Um, technology is bringing unbelievable opportunities. But technology, unfortunately, has kind of killed music. And even though it's provided better access to music and people are largely listening to more music, 
the quality of the music has gone down. And so I think that's the reason why music isn't as important to people anymore. It's it's trivial, it's background, it's there to make your foot tap, but it doesn't engage your soul. And music was going in a in an amazing direction in the sixties and then certainly, you know, in the seventies. Yeah, the eighties was a bit of a dip because actually technology started by um becoming more involved in the actual music and you got the whole synth thing and I know some people absolutely love it and there's some great music in the 80s but for me that was a little bit of a pause there coincided you know with in 1980 with the passing of John Lennon um, I'm a huge fan of the Beatles Paul and John but I do think John is a huge loss huge loss to humanity and to and to music and so with John's passing the introduction of technology and synth into into music, 80s was a little bit of a blip. I think 90s had picked up. Yeah, for sure, it was looking good again. We had, you know, U2 were were start were you know there since the 80s. Of course, they got right through all of that, and luckily never went down the the, the synth route um, and stayed in the kind of era of punk rock. But then obviously grunge came in, and grunge was great. Um, but even you know, the other the top ten, the singles, like although a lot of them might have been a cu- your cup of tea, like things like say Michael Jackson, it was still like the quality of the music was excellent. And and then towards the end of the nineties, is this you know that's when the internet boom kicked in, and and then that's where we are now today. You know those last ten years, it's twenty twenty now, and there is some good music still out there. It's typically those artists that were around back then who are still struggling but making some music. And um, and I, my hope is that one day there'll be a business case for making great music again and investing in artists. Because, you know, I, for one, can attest to, you know, working in a full-time job and been really busy and having a family. You really just don't feel like being creative at the end of a long day. And if you do find a way to be creative, uh, the quality isn't great. So I might be old school, but I kind of think you need to jump in with both feet um, when it comes to really any kind of artistry and and really kind of living it, learning it, and making it your, your everyday passion, the things that you think about every day as you, you know, walk to the bus or drive your car, those kind of, those passing thoughts if that's what you're dedicating your life to then that's when the best product and the best output is going to come but the way it's set up now it's just get those streams get the photo tapping and um as i say my hope is that we'll find a business case to invest in artists again um so that we can get great music out there you know this happens in every other realm of life if you take any like professional sport like soccer scouts out there looking for the best raw talent and then they bring that talent in and they invest you think about Lionel Messi at Barcelona best football player ever um you know they even invested in hormone therapy so that he would you know grow taller like they they put everything into these players who've got the innate ability and like you know in Ireland I come from a land where there's a lot of great musical talent and it's really just not been 
tapped into. The potential isn't being unlocked. And I'm sure it's the same everywhere else in the world. So that's really it. You know, this is that just to give you a sense of me, the way I think, and maybe some of these themes will come up again in the podcast. But um, what I'm hoping to do is focus more on actual music, some albums, maybe focus on bands. And so you'll see the episode list coming soon. I think the very first episode is going to be about the very first band that caught my imagination. And that is uh, U2. And how lucky we are in Ireland to have such an incredible band, and such an incredible singer and activist, an incredible guitar player that really doesn't get a lot of the plaudits that he deserves, Mr. Edge. And what a rhythm section in in Adam and Larry. So we're going to start with you two, and I'm going to tell my story. And that's going to be the episode two. But for now, let's just um, think about, you know, what brings you joy? Um, how can you spread the word about what brings you happiness and joy in your life? And maybe how can you communicate to that to, to people in your lives? So I look forward to hearing from you. And I hope this is going to be a thing. And uh, with that, I'm going to sign out and see you in episode two. Over and out.